breaking stories right away. And where news breaks. The latest updates are on all this. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. Good information. Now on FM 1071. Awake, alert, alive, and uh, and and being blown around this morning with uh, lots of wind. It's only going to be around 63 for the high today. It's 45, much cooler this morning. Good morning, San Antonio. Trey Ware, 550 KTSA. FM 1071, Trey Ware page, There's Elaine, there's Jimmy, and there's Don at 210-599-5555. We got a bunch of stuff to get into today as we kick off this hangover holiday. Yes, that's right. People want a national holiday on the Monday after the Super Bowl. So we'll talk a little bit about that this morning. No, that's that doesn't make any sense to have a national holiday. Anyway, the Biden Blitz on TV this weekend, they sent out everybody they could find in the White House. He's youthful, he's energetic, he's engaged, he's large and in charge. He's still the president as of this morning in the biggest presidential and constitutional crisis this country has ever seen, and he remains in the office as the president of the United States, even though, yes, he's mentally unfit to stand trial. Now, Merrick Garland, who is Joe's, Obama's, Obama's whipping boy, wants it both ways. Either Joe Biden is mentally unfit for trial, which means he's unfit for office, which means Merrick Garland needs to press forward with the 25th Amendment, or he is mentally fit and sound for office, and that means he must be charged. Which is it, Mr. Merrick Garland? And then, of course, Mayorkas was on TV yesterday with more border lies. He said, we didn't do anything wrong. Trump is responsible for all that. Trump had some huge rallies in Vegas and South Carolina with tens of thousands of thousands of tens of thousands lining up to see uh, the former president, the future president of the United States. And we got lots of sound from that coming up for you. And Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has been transferred to critical care this morning. He went back in the hospital late yesterday afternoon at Walter Reed, this time for an emergent bladder issue. He's fighting prostate cancer. So we don't know what the emergent bladder issue is. All we knows is all we knows is that he's in critical care this morning at Walter Reed. They initially just admitted him to put him into a room for this, and then when they saw how urgent this was, they moved him to uh, ICU. So he's back in ICU once again. Man, do we have a lot of stuff to talk about with last night's game. All right, so let me just dive into this. The woke bowl happened last night. Woke ads, woke garbage, about two national anthems. There's only one national anthem. If anybody tells you there's a black national anthem, I don't care if you, you want to call it a black national anthem or you want it's not. There's one national anthem. This garbage meant to divide us last night from the Super Bowl. Uh, we we need we should overcome that. We we really should. Uh, Travis Kelsey in a WEF move, World uh, Wrestling WWF move, the World Wrestling Foundation move, uh, totally meant for the internet. Totally meant for us to you know on a viral thing today to be talking about how Travis Kelsey went over and smashed into 65 year old Andy Reid. Listen, this is all show, baby. This is. WWF stuff now. The the NFL has turned into the WWF. You even had guys 
without shirts on running around on the football field, and they were tackled, by the way, by security. So it brings up a question that I have for you this morning. Anybody, 210-599-5555, why did they tackle the guys who ran on the field? Security did without their shirts on when Usher danced the entire halftime without a shirt. Why didn't they tackle him? <laughs> if the point was guys on the field without a shirt on. Well, did the guys without shirts have credentials to be on the field? I don't know. I have no idea. But there was another guy that was on the field without a shirt. And if that's a problem, well, they fi- then that guy should have Yeah, that. but they hired Usher. Come on. I know. I'm kidding around. Were they? Were, so, was it fans? I didn't see that. I went to bed at 8 o'clock. Oh, they didn't show it. Oh, damn it. You have to see it online today. No, they didn't show it. When idiot fans were on the field and they yeah. get tackled, I yeah. love that stuff. Even Christian Bove, who used to work here, he was sitting there in the stands and he got it on video and said, hey, I wonder. I hope they enjoyed their two minutes of fame or whatever. Awesome. But Usher, Usher by the way, was great, okay? He was great. Uh, it, it was kind of slow starting for me, for my taste at first. Until he came out on the roller skates. He almost took a dump on the roller skates, by the way. He almost fell. But he did great. The dance sequence on the roller skates was fantastic. The songs were good. He did great. Um, as far as the pre-show stuff, Post Malone was okay with America the Beautiful. It didn't like freak, it didn't blow me up and make me all excited. Reba was okay, but I'm sticking with Chris Stapleton. I think Chris's version of the national anthem from last year was much better than, than Reba. Uh, although Reba, you know, she did a good job. But uh, I think Chris Stapleson's version last year was was better. They ran this ad that's getting a lot of play this morning. Uh, the He Gets Us Jesus stuff that they're doing these days about Jesus. But this one was all woke. As you look through this ad, it was all white people washing the feet of illegal immigrants, of gay people, of black people, a, a, a white priest. Well, anyway, they were all white people washing the feet of various black people and and brown people and uh, all this illegal immigrants and a, and a woman having an abortion. And they said, you know, Jesus do- didn't teach hate. He taught us to love. Well, how come it's only white people that need to kneel at the feet of other people and wash their feet? And by the way, if you broke into this country illegally, I'm a Christian and I'm a believer in Jesus and I read the Bible every day and I try to follow his principles and I do a very poor job of following his principles, but at least I try. But you broke the law to come in here. I'm not washing your feet. <laughs> I love you, but you broke the law. Um, Patrick Mahomes. I'm just kind of going through my notes here, okay? Patrick Mahomes, I believe, I believe Patrick Mahomes is the most gifted player in sports today. In sports today. Much less football. I, and I'm waiting for you to say something, Jimmy, back at me about this. And I also believe that Patrick Mahomes is possibly the most gifted. And when I say gifted. Well, he played baseball. He could be playing pro baseball yes, right Yes, he now. could. It's, so, his, yeah. his dad was a champ I don't, in baseball. I don't, yeah, but he was, that's a team thing. His dad wasn't right. that good. I never heard of Right, Mahomes. but he was a champ. Here, here's the if thing. If he could play basketball, too, then I'd be blown away. Well, you know, he might. <laughs> We've never seen him, right? Well, NBA, Given, NBA level. But. My point is, he's possibly the most gifted. Now, remember what I say when I say gifted. I don't mean somebody who is less gifted and works really hard and overcomes their deficiencies. I mean as far as God kissing Patrick Mahomes and saying, you are a football player. This is what you're supposed to do. He's possibly the most gifted football player in the history of the NFL. 
I, I, I real, and that's a lot of great guys, and a lot of great guys who were gifted. One of them was on the panel last night, and J.J. Watt, who was one of the most gifted defensive ends that the NFL has ever seen, bar none. I can't argue with that. Yeah. No, Patrick is he is up there and did it quickly. Oh man, uh, and he's twenty nine, and he's got three Super Bowls at twenty nine. He's going to get more than six, which is the record with Tom Brady. That's just my my prediction. Joe Biden did a commercial. It was the official after he skipped out of the um, uh, of the interview because you know he he can't talk anymore. They did a commercial, and when we come back, I'm gonna let, you know play that for you. Uh, we'll talk about some AI stuff that they're doing right now. What the voters think of Joe Biden's age and whether or not that's going to be a factor coming up in November. And another child in America dies at the hands of an illegal alien. How many more of our children, this time as a 10-year-old boy, I've got the story coming up, how many more of our children are we going to be allowed to be killed by illegal aliens in our country before we stand up as a people and do something about this closing the border? All right, and the phones are always open. You can either call or text me at 210-599-5555. Right back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. 37,025. Pink. All right. 520 at KTSA. Phones are on at 210-599-5555. My question is, anybody awake this morning? It's a hangover holiday. And so people have been pushing online uh, things here for a uh, national an actual national holiday up there with like 4th of July and Memorial Day and Martin Luther King Day and on and on for there to be a national holiday the day after the Monday after the Super Bowl now come on man are you kidding me 2105995555 they call it a hangover holiday cuz everybody drank all the beer and the booze yesterday while watching the game and eating wings or whatever and so everybody sleeps in and doesn't want to do anything on the Monday after the Super Bowl sweet international holiday no okay look if you have trouble with discipline <laughs> if you're if you're having a discipline issue <laughs> look here's the deal then the NFL needs to move it to a Saturday move it to Saturday afternoon or Saturday night why don't you want an extra day off? Well, because we don't need it. We, well, then many? why do we have Labor Day off? That's just to celebrate workers. We all go to yeah. work all the time. So right. just make it Labor Day point two point oh, <laughs> or have it Labor have the Super Bowl Labor Day weekend, which is also when is that's that? in the middle of the is season. That, that's in August, isn't September. It? It's September, middle no, of the season. Can't do that. So this, I mean, the season is getting started. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that you know we don't need another national holiday. What we need is people to get back to work. <laughs> Start working again and not okay. So Jimmy's down for a yes for a national. What are you, Elena? Do you think we need a national holiday the no. Monday of the Super Bowl? Elaine's a no. All right. All right. So I'm we have yes, a yes Don? and we have a no. Don, are you the tiebreaker? I, I no, no. Does, we don't need another holiday. <laughs> Jimmy, you're outnumbered. We love yeah. you. We love you. That's all right. I just but, take the day off next year. Well, <laughs> you know what? Have you seen the traffic this morning? There's nothing. Right. I mean, everybody. That's why I'm calling it a hangover holiday. There's a uh, Kitty Hawk Middle School put up on their sign that today is a holiday. What? We'll be out for the holiday. And me and Ralph were driving by and we we're trying to figure out what holiday is on Monday. Oh, is it President's Day? No, Must be that's President's. the 19th. Oh. Okay, well. But yeah, then I thought 19th. about it. You're right. 
Fox was reporting that over 60% of people call in sick on no, I know. Monday after that's, the Super Bowl. I, I, that's why I call, <laughs> I, I call all these, like, even March Madness. I call it hangover holiday. I always have, because that's, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. So I, I wouldn't hate it. You wouldn't hate another day off? No. Yeah. That would be awesome. Well, okay. Then I could stay up past 8 o'clock and actually watch the end of the game. Do you know, <laughs> I couldn't get to sleep last night. I, I was going to turn it off at halftime. And by the way, I, I, had I to, didn't watch man. it because I, ha- I just had to watch it because I was so into the game. Because I'm not. You watched it for Taylor. I did. <laughs> yeah. He was on That's Taylor exactly watch. I'm the point not to watch it at all. <laughs> well, yeah. I wanted to see what Taylor was going to do. Uh, and oh, by the way, that whole thing with her boyfriend running into his coach contrived. What a punk. Social, yeah. Social media yeah. contrived. It's all, it, it, all, all this is now. This whole thing with, with the two of them and, and then him running into the coach and all that stuff. It's all, it's all, every last bit of it is contrived for ratings. It's all about ratings. That's it. It's the whole league, or at least these, these guys, have turned into the world, the WWF. That's all it is. They might as well get in a ring and start jumping on top of each other, you know, because <laughs> that's basically all they're doing at this point. He's always, he's been like that before early in his career. Oh, he's a hothead. A hothead. And yeah. then he... Uh, trimmed it down yeah and now that he's back in the spotlight he's going back yeah. to yeah, that's being exactly a hot where it is. so is this is this okay now look we're not going to spend a lot of time on their relationship because i don't really care about their relationship but is it real or contrived is it made up or is it fake what do you guys think the relationship between travis and and taylor is it real or is it contrived i i have to say elaine what do you think because i think it's 50 50 I think it's half business and half you're kind of cute. Okay. Yeah, I think that too. He's got a he's got a definite plan to to retire soon and to get into the movie and that kind of business. You're right. Hosting yeah. Saturday Night Live. You're right. Yeah. He's, he's 34. Got, he's got uh, some other ambitions. He's 34. He's looking at the next phase, and he's a tight end. He's not going to be able to play until he's 40, like Tom Brady, because he's a tight end. He's taking all kinds of abuse. So you're right. Uh, he he. I don't know if it's going to happen this year. Might might be because this is ready He's to go. He's got like five managers that are planning uh, to look over some scripts yeah. for movies. Yeah. and right. He's always had a plan to. He wants to be bigger than The Rock. Well, either way. Now here's 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 two here's our two options. <laughs> yeah, right. Either a it's genuine and the NFL has exploited it for ratings purposes. Right. That's, that's fair. Okay. Or. It's not genuine, and it's been contrived by the NFL and others, him and her and everybody involved, to you know make money out of this and to attract new viewers. Look, here's the deal. Major League Baseball, the World Series last year, 10 million viewers. Last night, the potential of 200 million viewers last night alone. Yes, football is our national pastime. There's no doubt about that, right? Um is is this a, a, a real deal we're looking at between the two of them? I, number one, I really don't care. But number two, either way, it's been exploited by the NFL to sell tickets and and to make ratings. Bottom line. Yeah, if there's one thing the NFL is good at, marketing. Yes. They're extraordinary at it. Always have been. That's why they we have, have the best you're ever going to see. That's why we have two teams in Los Angeles. Yeah. Well, right. There's no need for two teams in Los Angeles. Two so in it's New the York. biggest market. Two in New two York. Two in New York. Second biggest market. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Okay. Um, uh, 526 now at KTSA. I guess we'll go to line one. And, John, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, John. Uh, good morning. I didn't watch the the game because uh, I'm out 
because of all of the things you said, the wokeness and the, yep. the WWF or right. whatever. And um, But uh, the one score that I was interested in was that Taylor Smith, how many chest bumps did she do? Which one was that, John? I didn't hear you. My, my headphones cut out. Um, how many chest bumps did Taylor Smith do? <laughs> okay, I don't know. I have no idea. Thank you, John. I appreciate it very much. Um, now, Joe Biden refused to do the interview, and uh, we now know why, because he can't do an interview. And I'm going to get into that in the next half hour. We are still in a constitutional presidential crisis in America. But uh, Joe did decide, the White House did decide to put out an ad. Now, when you think about the top issues this year, the border is number one. We have another story of another illegal alien killing a 10-year-old child here in our country. Okay? Border's number one. Economy is number two. Food prices are up 33% under Joe Biden. Housing costs are up 20% under Joe Biden. Energy prices are up 33% under Joe Biden. But Joe Biden last night took in after the food industry, saying they're shrinking everything, including my ice cream. It's a cut number two. Jimmy, let's listen to Joe from last night. Well, Sunday. If you're anything like me, you like to be surrounded by a snack or two while watching the big game. You know, when buying snacks for the game, you might have noticed one thing. Sports drinks bottles are smaller. A bag of chips has fewer chips, but they're still charging it just as much. And as an ice cream lover, what makes me the most angry is that ice cream cartons have actually shrunk in size, <laughs> not in price. I've had enough of what they call shrinkflation. It's a ripoff. Uh. Some companies are trying to pull a fast one by shrinking the products little by little and hoping you won't notice. <laughs> Give me a break. Give me a break. The American public is tired of being played for suckers. Uh. I'm calling on companies to put a stop to this. Let's make sure businesses do the right thing now. Oh, my God. War on the food business in America continuing. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. This is Mark Sinez. Good morning. Trey Ware, 550 KTSA. FM 1071, the Trey Ware page at KTSA.com. Now, got a lot of sound this morning. We're going to go through it here in the next couple of minutes to get you up to speed on what happened uh, over the weekend. Some pe- people have been texting me about this uh, ice spice that was a guest gift of uh, or a guest of uh, Taylor uh, Swift last night at the Super Bowl with the upside-down cross and the devil horns that she was doing with her hands. Oh, 100%. <laughs> that girl is in the camp of the darkness 100% when you look at her and look at what she was doing with her hands. Okay, 86% of voters say Biden is too old to serve a second term. This is according to ABC News at Ipsos. And I love it when ABC does a poll that turns out to not be on their side. You know what they did? They spent the weekend breaking down their own poll and saying, well, Donald Trump is facing all these charges. And because he's facing all these charges, Donald Trump is likely to go to jail. They spent, ABC spent the weekend using this poll as an excuse to slam Donald Trump all weekend, even though we have the most dangerous and significant presidential and constitutional crisis coexisting right now that this country has ever faced. And Merrick Garland has a choice to make, and nobody but nobody is pressing him on this. He cannot have it both ways. Either Joe 
is mentally unfit for trial, which also means he's mentally unfit to be the president. And that means that Merrick Garland must press for the 25th Amendment and present that to Congress. Or, or, Joe is mentally sound to be the president, which means he's mentally sound to face trial, which means Merrick Garland must press charges against Joe or impeachment, articles of impeachment, to remove him from office and thereby, after that, charge him with a crime. Over the weekend... His spokesman, Mitch Landrew, from over in New Orleans, says that Biden will never quit. He's going to stay in this race, and you can forget about any of this talk that he's going to get out. Yeah, right. (laughs) Get ready, because there's a change coming. All right, so let's go through some of the sound this morning. Number one is Joel Osteen responding to the shooting at Lakeway Church yesterday in Houston. First off, thank thank Chief and the Mayor and Chief Penny and all of the, the these men and women did an amazing job. And it's just, you, you said it, Chief, it could have been a lot worse. Of course, we're devastated. I mean, this we've been here 65 years and have somebody shooting in your church. But, you know, we don't understand why these things happen, but we know God's in control. And we're going to pray for that little five-year-old boy and pray for the lady that was deceased, her family and all, and, and the other gentlemen. But... No, no, it's just um, kind of in a fog, but, you know, just believe that, you know, we're, we're going to stay strong. We're going right. to continue to... So the Houston Police Department at this Lakewood shooting yesterday at the church was after the 11 o'clock service. Uh, a 30 to 35-year-old female. My, one of my questions when I saw that, a real female or a trans female? Because we've seen a, a, a real big uptick in trans going out and shooting, much like in Nashville, where they're still hiding that manifesto. And I have been told, and I, I've done everything I can to try to confirm this for you, but I have been told the reason Nashville is sitting on that manifesto is that trans shooter up there had been in contact with trans organizations around this country who had encouraged it. That's what I've been told. So anyway, we don't know anything about this person. No name, so you can't go online and find who this person is. Uh, She, uh, and I say that in quotations until that's confirmed, was 30 to 35, had a small child with her. Two good guys with guns stopped this before it became a big thing. Do I need to say that again? Two Good guys with guns. It's always, like Nashville or anywhere else, it's always the good guys with guns. You cannot take the guns away from the good guys because the good guys with guns are the ones who stop these things. Two off-duty police officers uh, ended it. Five-year-old child was shot in critical condition. 57-year-old man was also shot and is okay. We want to know the name. We want to know the manifesto. And we want to know the motive behind this because if this is an attack on churches, if this is one of these trans shooters, then we should know that. I really, really can't wait for that to be released. All right. um, Cut number three. Donald Trump has another ad that they put out talking about how Joe Biden is unfit for business. It's official. Joe Biden mishandled classified documents, and now his two-tier justice system is on full display. The Department of Justice found Joe retained and disclosed classified documents, including matters of national security and intelligence sources and methods. He put America's national security at risk and then lied about it. I I did not share classified information. I did not share. And after all that, Biden's special counsel still declined to indict him because he was, quote, an elderly man with a poor memory. 
and diminished faculties who didn't even remember when he was vice president. Joe Biden, unfit to stand trial, unfit to lead America. That's a great spot, and it needs to be uh, airing over and, and over again, and we're going to let you uh, hear that on a regular basis here on this show and when those ads come out because ABC and the other networks are doing all they can to quash those and make sure that they never get into your eyes or ears, and we're not going to allow that to happen. We're going to continue to let you know what's going on. By the way, coming up in the next segment, you're going to hear from a sheriff here in Ohio uh, about the illegal alien situation and what uh, the uh, director of the FBI told the Sheriff's Association and what they need to be doing to prepare. And i got a question, of course, for Javier, being here in Bear County and the surrounding county uh, sheriffs as well. But let me run through the Trump sound from this weekend, too. Jimmy, I'm going to start with cut number six. Uh, Donald Trump made a couple of stops. Again, tens of thousands of people lining streets, waiting outside to get in, packing these. Uh, th- these are not small, little, tiny venues. Packing them out with people with red caps on, people shouting USA, USA over and over again. One of his stops was at the NRA convention. Here he is in cut number six. Your Second Amendment is safe. Now I stand before you with a very simple promise. Your Second Amendment will always be safe with me as your president. When I'm back in the Oval Office, no one will lay a finger on your firearms. It's not going to happen. Okay, and cut number seven. He talks about how right now, if he's not reelected, your gun rights are going to go away. Here he is. Perhaps worst of all, even as they turn America into a crime-ridden, gang-infested, terror-filled dumping ground, Joe Biden and his thugs will do everything in their power to confiscate your guns and annihilate your God-given right to self-defense. You have a right to self-defense. You've always had that right. They're working right now. The Biden White House is working to destroy your rights to guns, take away things such as your ammo, your availability of ammo, and so on and so forth. And in cut number eight, Jimmy, he continues down that line talking about Biden going after guns. And when I'm reelected, every single Biden attack on gun owners and manufacturers will be terminated my very first week back in office, perhaps my first day. And in cut number 10, he talks about reciprocity, which a lot of us who carry are very concerned about. If you're not familiar with that, you have rights to carry here in the state of Texas, but if you travel to other states, you may have to jump through hoops or maybe you don't have the right to carry at all. And in cut number 10, Donald Trump says when he's back in the Oval Office, he's going to fix that. And to further deter these barbaric criminals and help you defend yourself and your family, I will ask Congress to send a bill to my desk delivering national right to carry reciprocity. You're going to have that. Something that gun owners such as myself and many of my friends have been asking for for a very long time. A couple more pieces of sound. Donald Trump then moved on to South Carolina. Again, tens of thousands of people lining the streets, the outside of the venue, the inside of the venue, all straining to see Donald Trump while Joe Biden is resting on the beach in Rehoboth, Delaware. Let's go to uh, cut number 11, an issue that is so important to those of us here in Texas. Remember, I've been telling you about liquid national uh, natural gas, LNG, and about how Joe is trying to punish Texas for what we're doing to protect the border by canceling LNG contracts that Texas relies on to take care of our children. And I even challenged... Um, 
uh, Ron Nirenberg and other uh, the Castro boys, other left-wing Democrats, what they think about you know Joe Biden attacking children in in the state of Texas by pulling money away from them by canceling these contracts. Not a one of them have addressed it, and that's not a surprise to me at all. But Donald Trump did address it, and here's what he said. We will reverse the Biden ban on natural gas exports. We will end his war on American energy. And we will unleash Pennsylvania oil and natural gas at a level never seen before. Now, he was talking about Pennsylvania because that's where he was when he made that statement. Now, in cut number nine, he does talk about our Texas border and what needs to be done to fix it. When I'm president, instead of trying to send the state of Texas a restraining order, I will send them reinforcements. They're going to get reinforcements. They're doing a good job. Now, when we we come back, you're going to hear from Sheriff Richard Jones, Butler County in Ohio. They had the Sheriff's Association Conference. One of the people who came and spoke to the sheriffs was Christopher Ray from the FBI, the FBI director. What he told those sheriffs is stunning. And you'll hear it coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, Trey Ware here. You know one of the really gratifying... This is Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. And it's 551. You guys are doing a great job, by the way, with that pledge. Thank you so much for sending those to us. The pledge line, my voicemail, is 210-654-5155. 654-5155. You can leave it on my voicemail there, or if you want to record it in your phone and email it to me, Trey, T-R-E-Y, at KTSA.com, Trey, at KTSA.com. All right, over the weekend, Sheriff out of Ohio, Richard Jones, said he just got back from the National Sheriff's Association Conference, and what Christopher Ray, the director of the FBI, told them is absolutely stunning. Let's break it down. Go ahead, Jimmy. National Sheriff's Training in uh, D.C., uh, three days ago, two days ago, we were briefed by the FBI director, Ray, the director of the FBI, and several federal agencies. There's 3,300 sheriffs in the United States. The President of the United States refuses to meet with the sheriffs of the 3,300. We have a hierarchy, we have a president, we have a vice president. President of the United States refuses to meet with the sheriffs. Can we pause that for just a second, Jimmy, please? So the president has been issued an invitation to meet with the sheriffs of the country, 3,800 members, and with the police unions of America, and Joe Biden has told them no. In no uncertain terms, he refuses to meet with them. Okay, Jimmy, go right ahead. He also refuses to meet with the police chiefs of the United States. They have a hierarchy also. He refuses to meet with them to talk about border issues or to talk about crime that's going on because of the border issue. We were also told by Mr. Ray, the FBI director, that there are more red flags going off now than before 9-11. Wow. Okay? Wow. When I say red flags, meaning people that are here in this country that are wanting to do harm to us. Wow. We're also explained we're in the we're bombing two countries right now. Two countries. These people do not like us before this started. There's thousands of people here from other countries. 160 different countries. 
That is uh, Butler County Sheriff out of Ohio. Richard Jones is his name. He went on to say that Christopher Ray told them when, not if, but when the terror attack happens. Because remember what he just said, more red flags now than before 9-11. Christopher Ray told them that there will be a terror attack, and when it happens... You will not be able to call and ask for help from the federal government. They are going to be way too busy to help you. This is what Christopher Ray told the sheriffs. The military is not going to come help you, Christopher Ray told them. The National Guard is not coming to help you. Now, Sheriff Jones went on to say Chinese cyber operatives, you know, those ones that are coming across the border by the tens of thousands every month now in uh, Biden's border, you know the ones that are flying um, balloons over our nuke sites? Yeah, those Chinese spies and their uh, cyber operatives are attempting to compromise Butler County systems, and they're doing it five times a day in Butler County, Ohio. If they're doing it in Butler County, Ohio, you know they're doing it in Bear County, San Antonio. Five times a day. So here's what Sheriff Butler is doing in response, and I'm just curious. Javier was there. Javier heard it. Is Javier going to do any of this? Here we go. Number one, he's going to do enhanced law enforcement readiness. Every police vehicle in Butler County is going to be equipped with rifles and go bags containing extra magazines, ensuring that officers have what they need for immediate response. They're doing civilian disaster preparedness training. The department launching a pilot program offering classes to civilians on how to respond to disasters and emergencies with the skills needed to protect themselves and assist others during a time of crisis. This one is pretty interesting. They're doing drone detection and defense. I've always said that that's one way they can do it here. These guys that have been coming across the border get themselves some drones, arm those drones, and they can drop any kind of munitions they want on any city. So, yes, in Butler County, Ohio, they're recognizing the limitations of current technology in detecting and neutralizing uh, drones, so they're working on drone detection and defense. And a public awareness campaign, radio, television, uh, social media, everywhere else, to let people know that, hey, you need to get trained. You need to be ready. Because it's not a matter of if, according to Christopher Ray, it's a matter of when an attack happens. Now, I'm curious if our local officials are doing squat to get San Antonio and Bear County prepared for such a thing. My answer so far is a no, because you're not seeing civilian preparedness uh, campaigns that are going on. You're not seeing a public awareness campaign that's going on about that. And you know what? You probably won't out of Bear County, because Bear County is so far left. Bear County is so woke. Bear County is so Democrat that they're not going to do anything that's going to throw some negative shade onto Joe Biden. They're just not. So, since they won't do it in Bear County, in San Antonio, because they got to do all they can to protect Joe. Remember, Nirenberg's goal is to make it to Washington, D.C. I talked to some inside, uh, political insiders over the weekend, and they have confirmed that to me. That that is his goal. That he's doing all he can to get into the Democrat hierarchy a la Henry Cisneros and Julian Castro so that he can go to Washington, D.C. 
He's not going to do anything to throw some negative uh, negativity in the way of Joe Biden. He's just not. So that means it's incumbent upon all of us as individuals, as organizations together, you know, Lions Clubs and organizations like that, working together to make sure that we're all individually and collectively prepared. You cannot count on the leadership of San Antonio and Bear County. Remember, the Bear County Sheriff is obsessed with arresting Ron DeSantis and trying him. Remember, for the very same thing that Joe Biden is doing every single day, the sheriff here is more obsessed about that and about Ron DeSantis than he is about protecting you and making sure you have what you need when the terror attack happens. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hey, it's Jack Riccardi for GiveMeTheVin.com. Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. And it's 551. You guys are doing a great job, by the way, with that pledge. Thank you so much for sending those to us. The pledge line, my voicemail, is 210-654-5155. 210-654-5155. You can leave it on my voicemail there, or if you want to record it in your phone and email it to me, Trey, T-R-E-Y, at KTSA.com, Trey, at KTSA.com. All right, over the weekend, Sheriff out of Ohio, Richard Jones, said he just got back from the National Sheriff's Association Conference, and what Christopher Ray, the director of the FBI, told them is absolutely stunning. Let's break it down. Go ahead, Jimmy. For the National Sheriff's Training in uh, D.C., uh, three days ago, two days ago, we were briefed by the FBI director, Ray, the director of the FBI, and several federal agencies. There's 3,300 sheriffs in the United States. The President of the United States refuses to meet with the sheriffs of the 3,300. We have a hierarchy. We have a president. We have a vice president. President of the United States refuses to meet with the sheriffs. Can we pause that for just a second, Jimmy, please? So the president has been issued an invitation to meet with the sheriffs of the country, 3,800 members, and with the police unions of America, and Joe Biden has told them no. In no uncertain terms, he refuses to meet with them. Okay, Jimmy, go right ahead. He also refuses to meet with the police chiefs of the United States. They have a hierarchy also. He refuses to meet with them to talk about border issues or to talk about crime that's going on because of the border issue. We were also told by Mr. Ray, the FBI director, that there are more red flags going off now than before 9-11. Wow. Okay? Wow. When I say red flags, meaning people that are here in this country that are wanting to do harm to us. Wow. We were also explained we're we're bombing two countries right now. Two countries. These people do not like us before this started. There's thousands of people here from other countries. 160 different countries. That is uh, Butler County Sheriff out of Ohio. Richard Jones is his name. He went on to say that Christopher Ray told them when, not if, but when the terror attack happens. Because remember what he just said, more red flags now than before 9-11. Christopher Ray told them that there will be a terror attack And when it happens, you will not be able to call and ask for help from the federal government. They are going to be way too busy to help you. 
This is what Christopher Ray told the sheriffs. The military is not going to come help you, Christopher Ray told them. The National Guard is not coming to help you. Now, Sheriff Jones went on to say, Chinese cyber operatives, you know, those ones that are coming across the border by the tens of thousands every month now in uh, Biden's border, you know, the ones that are flying um, balloons over our nuke sites, yeah, those Chinese spies and their uh, cyber operatives are attempting to compromise Butler County systems, and they're doing it five times a day in Butler County, Ohio. If they're doing it in Butler County, Ohio, you know they're doing it in Bear County, San Antonio. Five times a day. So here's what Sheriff Butler is doing in response, and I'm just curious. Javier was there. Javier heard it. Is Javier going to do any of this? Here we go. Number one, he's going to do enhanced law enforcement readiness. Every police vehicle in Butler County is going to be equipped with rifles and go bags containing extra magazines, ensuring that officers have what they need for immediate response. They're doing civilian disaster preparedness training. The department launching a pilot program offering classes to civilians on how to respond to disasters and emergencies with the skills needed to protect themselves and assist others during a time of crisis. This one is pretty interesting. They're doing drone detection and defense. I've always said that that's one way they can do it here. These guys that have been coming across the border get themselves some drones, arm those drones, and they can drop any kind of munitions they want on any city. So, yes, in Butler County, Ohio, they're recognizing the limitations of current technology and detecting and neutralizing uh, drones, so they're working on drone detection and defense. And a public awareness campaign, radio, television, uh, social media, everywhere else, to let people know that, hey, you need to get trained. You need to be ready. Because it's not a matter of if, according to Christopher Ray, it's a matter of when an attack happens. Now, I'm curious if our local officials are doing squat to get San Antonio and Bear County prepared for such a thing. My answer so far is a no, because you're not seeing civilian preparedness uh, campaigns that are going on. You're not seeing a public awareness campaign that's going on about that. And you know what? You probably won't out of Bear County, because Bear County is so far left. Bear County is so woke. Bear County is so Democrat that they're not going to do anything that's going to throw some negative shade onto Joe Biden. They're just not. So, since they won't do it in Bear County, in San Antonio, because they got to do all they can to protect Joe. Remember, Nirenberg's goal is to make it to Washington, D.C. I talked to some inside, uh, political insiders over the weekend, and they have confirmed that to me, that that is his goal, that he's doing all he can to get into the Democrat hierarchy a la Henry Cisneros and Julian Castro so that he can go to Washington, D.C. He's not going to do anything to throw some negative uh, negativity in the way of Joe Biden. He's just not. So that means it's incumbent upon all of us as individuals, as organizations together, you know, Lions Clubs and organizations like that, working together to make sure that we're all individually and collectively prepared. You cannot count on the leadership of San Antonio and Bear County. Remember, the Bear County Sheriff is obsessed with arresting Ron DeSantis and trying him. Remember, 
for the very same thing that Joe Biden is doing every single day. The sheriff here is more obsessed about that and about Ron DeSantis than he is about protecting you and making sure you have what you need when the terror attack happens. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hey, it's Jack Riccardi for GiveMeTheVin.com. Good morning, Angel. 606, Trey Ware, KTSA. 210-599-5555. It's a hangover holiday. <laughs> you know, we have them there like after uh, March Madness, as an example, you know. Uh, and, and, and people are now pushing this whole idea, this concept, we need a national holiday on the Monday after the Super Bowl. Get over it, you baby. <laughs> we don't need any more national holidays. You know what I'd be cool with, because I'm operating on you know basically very little sleep right now. I, I um, and, and I didn't watch the Super Bowl because I support the NFL. I watch the Super Bowl because I will not discuss anything unless I do my research. Period. Full stop. I was not watching it as a fan. I could have cared less about the outcome of that game. Although I'd have been good with Kansas City losing because of all the stuff that they're doing right now with all the Travis and the t- Taylor and all that. And the fact that he accosted, Travis did, a 65-year-old man on the sideline by running into his coach, smashing his coach, almost knocking Andy Reid. And by the way, I have nothing against the Chiefs in principle because Andy Reid is a wonderful person. I was telling Nancy about that the other day. Andy Reid is just great. He's a great coach. He's a heck of a man. He's a great leader. Uh, he's just kind of idealistic. You know what I mean? He's just that that kind of guy. Um, and then you, you, Patrick Mahomes, I'll say it again, I really believe that he's the most gifted and, and naturally talented with God, God-given gifts and talent in the NFL now and possibly in, forever. I mean, I, I, I've been following the NFL and, and professional football all of my life, and I think back about all the great players, you know, names just pop in my head right now all over the place, including Tom Brady. And those guys were not naturally gifted to the degree that Patrick Mahomes is. Plus, he seemed to be a pretty decent fella. You know, last night he gave all the glory to God. Unlike that jerk, that DB, Travis Kelsey, cut number 12 here, Jimmy. I just want to play a little bit of him after the game, holding the trophy with the confetti flying. And he tried his hand because Elaine's right. He's moving his way toward his next career. He's 34. He's not going to be able to play much longer. So here he is. Listen. Jeez, kingdom! You hear this? We've been fighting for all right all day. How about a little Viva Las Vegas? Viva Las Vegas! Viva! Viva Las Vegas! Yeah, a little bit too much of the stimulant before and after the game, whatever the stimulant of his choice is, that's for sure. And, of course, everybody's making a big deal about, uh, you know, Taylor being there. This is their, This is how it plays out when you're in the WWE. This is now moved into – the NFL has now moved into WWE territory. It's all for ratings. The whole Travis and Taylor thing is for ratings. You know what? I don't even know if this guy's straight. Did you see that pantsuit, that shiny, glimmery little pantsuit that he showed up in? It's something that girls wear. Is he straight? Do we know? He's straight. I mean, he's acting like what? He's, no, he's acting like it. He's very straight. Are you sure? Yes. Did you see that outfit he showed up to in the game That's in? That's just part of the plan. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's part of the plan. That thing is such a girl pantsuit, man. It's don't all be a shiny. fashion hater. 
Oh, <laughs> tell you what, man. No, no if man. If he ain't wearing no, Wrangler jeans no, and put a dip in his lip. Yeah. No straight man that I know would have put that atrocity on his body. That thing was, I mean, come on. It's all shimmery and gly- you know, shiny and... Anyway, enough on that. And what about that uh, devil worshiper that was in the suite? Yeah, that's um, and that's coming up. Um, that's Spice a, Ice or something. Yeah, Ice. Uh, what is her name? Ice Spice. Yeah, I've been looking up on her. Yeah, and she's a um, she's a uh, was a guest of Taylor in the suite last night. She's wearing an upside down cross, and she's really good. I can't do it with she's my hands. Flashing her the devil horns. Like but it, you Wait, know, what was the interesting. Rock and roll, or but no, what? it's no, really the interesting. There you go. Oh, like UT because they're the devil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Coming from an A and M Aggie over there. I, I no, know. But I'm, I'm if kidding. you look at the if you look at the video of her doing it, she can do it so well because the two middle fingers cross over each other and make a. I mean, it's a. It, t- She's no doubt in my mind, that woman's on the dark side, huh? When they showed uh, Taylor Swift chugging down that drink. Oh, yeah. And she's flashing to the to her right. She's flashing oh, the yeah. devil sign. The so whole thing. She, rapper. She must, she must have been in Tokyo with Taylor and flown over with her. Must have. That's all, unless she picked her up at the airport. Must and, have. I don't know. Um, and then, you know, all the other stuff that goes into it. By the way, it's just, it, it's it's all world uh, wrestling stuff. It's all for show now. That's it. It's not It's not about the game anymore. Uh, Usher was good. Um, Reba was okay. I'm sticking with Chris Stapleton from last year. He's much better in the national anthem. They they did this uh, stupid thing, this this whole thing about there being a black national anthem, and they sang that. Uh, there's no black national anthem. That's you know th- this whole woke garbage that's meant to divide us, and that means there's a black national anthem and a white national anthem. There's, none. there's one national anthem written by Francis Scott Key. It's the Star Spangled Banner. And that's the national anthem. If you want to sing that, the NFL is all woke, you know. I don't really care. I, you know, it's not going to get under my skin. I'm not going to raise a stink about it. I refuse to acknowledge it as the national anthem because it's not. So you can call it whatever you want to call it. I really don't care about that either. Uh, but it's not the national anthem. There's only one national anthem of our country. All right, as you wake up this morning, we are continuing in our presidential and constitutional crisis. Nothing happened to Joe Biden Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Now, he is once again hiding out in Delaware. He has spent 440 days of his presidency away from the White House, 440 weekends, away from the White House in Delaware, hiding out. They do not want this guy to be exposed in the national spotlight. But after Friday, when we found out that officially now, He is not mentally fit to stand trial. We are now in a constitutional and a presidential crisis every single minute that he is the president because it shows that he's not the president. That somebody else, somebody unelected by the name of Barack Hussein Obama, in my view, is running this country. Now, cut number 13 here, Jimmy. On Friday afternoon, the deuce in the White House briefing with KJP asked her to address this specifically and here's how that went thank you great if the special counsel says president biden's got significant limitations on his memory then who is helping him run the country the president of the united states runs the country the commander-in-chief runs the country how can he be trusted with the nuclear codes if i I get that you're saying that uh, nobody in the building would say that he's got an issue with his memory but just the little part of what we get to see 
he's made mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake on camera this week. Right. So I want to be very clear here. Uh -huh. um, the reality uh -huh. is that report, that part of the report, does not live in reality. It just doesn't. So the special counsel it is, is it, lying it is, about the president's it memory. Is, it is. It was gratuitous. You heard from my. You heard from Ian Sam's, my colleague. Right. Uh, it is unacceptable. Okay. And it does not live in reality. Okay. That thank you, Jimmy. Just... So if that is the case, then Joe Biden needs to be impeached immediately for high crimes and misdemeanors by stealing skiff documents while he was vice president. While he was a senator, he needs to be removed from office immediately in that process. You can't have it both ways, KJP, babe. You can't have it both ways. Either he is, as you just said to Ducey, either he is mentally competent to run this country, and he's running this country, which means he broke the law. Either way, he broke the law, right? And he needs to be charged. Or secondly, if you say that he is mentally unfit, then you have to exercise the 25th Amendment. You don't have a choice. This is the biggest constitutional and presidential uh, crisis we have had. And meanwhile, over the weekend, all the Biden people were, all the lapdogs were in the media because you knew that ABC was going to stand up for Joe Biden. Uh, you know, he's youthful. He's energetic. He's engaged. He's large. And he's in charge. Sure. Merrick Garland who is a lapdog for Joe Biden and this administration, weaponizing the Department of Justice against Donald Trump, trying to lock Donald Trump up for a 1,000 years. He wants it both ways, as I just explained. You have two choices. You have an A and a B, a one and a two. Either Joe Biden is mentally unfit for trial, which means he's unfit to be president, which we all know is the truth, which means that Merrick Garland must take and present to the Congress of the United States, according to the 25th Amendment, to the pro tem, and then, uh, and then appoint the vice president to the power to be president. Or, if he is mentally sound, as the White House is claiming, then they have no other option than to bring articles of impeachment against him, remove him from office, and once, he's re once he is removed from office, then charge him with the crimes of stealing classified information for allegedly espionage. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Trey Ware here on KTSA for Herman Sons Life, providing protection for Texas families since 1861. 1861. With, well, term and whole life insurance, annuities, and Medicare available through them at Herman Sons Life. Term insurance with affordable coverage for young families, whole life insurance available on children and adults as well. And, of course, these fixed annuities. If you're facing retirement and you want a guaranteed income <clears throat> so you know exactly how much is going to be coming through the door every month, annuities are a great way to achieve that goal. 5% interest and a 2% guarantee being paid currently with Herman Sons Life annuities. All these programs, when you buy these products from Herman Sons Life, you're investing in the future of our children, not just another life insurance or annuity company. No, Herman Sons takes that money that you buy those products with and they turn around and invest it in our children with youth camps, youth crisis camps, and so on and so forth. Really good people at Herman Sons Life. Find out more about it for yourself by calling 210 210- 
AccuWeather forecast, sunny and breezy and cool today and 63 for the high. Clear and chilly tonight will be in the 30s. And then sunny tomorrow and 68. And right now it's 45 at KTSA. Good morning. Looks like a trouble spot on the west side on FM 1071. Okay, it's 621. Good morning and welcome to Hangover Holiday Monday. Get up, get to work, baby. We don't need no, you know, Super Bowl holiday. I, I, hey, if you're into it and you want to watch the Super Bowl and all that, NFL ought to move it to Saturday. I really believe that. But, you know, Norma has summed it up quite well. She texted me just a minute ago at 210-599-5555. She's summed it up quite well. Only National uh, American Anthem. That's right. There's only one. Some great commercials. Yeah, there were a few that were okay. Uh, Norma, I think that most of them were woke. That that uh, he gets us thing where they had white people washing the feet of of all the minorities and of uh, gay people and uh, illegal aliens and uh, people having abortions and the white people are washing their feet. That was a bunch of garbage. That's woke garbage. That's all that spot was. Uh, let's see here. Norman goes on to say, not impressed with Post Malone Ariba. Neither was I. I mentioned that earlier last hour that it was okay. You know, I'm, I'm going to stick with Chris Stapleton's version of the National Anthem. I thought it was much better than Reba's last night, but nothing against her. Usher, she says Usher was impressive on dancing, especially with the skates and singing, and I I can't agree more. I mean, he really looked good, and, and he did a good job. It started kind of slow, but once he got on the states, uh, skates, it was good. All right, back to the news at hand, 210-599-5555. Call or text 210-599-5555. Joe Biden's border is a mess. Alejandro Mayorkas was on television yesterday, and he was saying that it's not our fault. We have a broken system. It's not our fault which anybody with one molecule of a brain knows that it is it is this way because of them. And the 64, and by the way, Breitbart at Breitbart.com has a great breakdown today of the 64 executive actions that Joe Biden took to bring the border to where it is now, to destroy the border, literally. 64 different executive actions. So who's about democracy? Who is the real dictator? Who's the real fascist? Joe Biden is. 64 of these actions that he took destroyed the border and brought this crisis to us. And Alejandro Mayorkas, full of you-know-what, on TV yesterday, saying, oh, no, it's Donald Trump's fault. we got a broken immigration system in this country. Trump broke it, and we got to get it fixed with that bill from last week. It's all a bunch of snot and drivel. It truly is. Yet, once again, folks, we had another 10-year-old boy walking near his school late last week, run over and killed by an illegal alien. Rogelio Ortiz Olivas, 50 years old. His real name is Juan Ortiz Perez. That's kind of interesting to me. Why would you change your name? He's now being detained by ICE, Mr. Perez or uh, Olivas, whichever you prefer to call him, was sent back to Mexico five times and came back into this country illegally five times and yesterday, ran over, or late last week, ran over and killed a 10-year-old boy doing nothing more than walking from his school. 
So let me ask you a question. How much more are we going to tolerate from Joe Biden of our kids being killed, either through fentanyl poisoning or these illegal aliens who are running over our children? It seems like every day I've got another story about how an illegal alien that came in under Joe Biden's failed border policies killing more and more people here in our country. We've had the stories about how they rape women. We've had the stories about how they're trafficking in women and children. We've had all those stories, and yet they refuse to do the simple thing of closing our border down to protect the citizens here. Now, we know why they're doing it. We've gone through that a million times. These are future voters for them. They're, they're, they're counting on the fact that they've got 15 million new Democrat voters. And up in uh, Denver, Colorado, Mayor Mike Johnston is a far-left nut job. He is now cutting services to the citizens of Denver, Colorado, so that they can give more to the illegal aliens. Taxpayer-funded services are being cut, just like they did in New York when they kicked the kids out of the school. In Denver, Colorado, far left, blue Denver, Colorado, they're cutting services to families and children so they can give those services to illegal aliens up there. They've already had to shut down or at least partially close these hospitals in Denver, Colorado, much like our border communities, because they're being overrun. The hospitals are by illegal aliens who are getting free health care. And yet the answer from the Biden administration is, Joe Biden yesterday, in cut number two here, Jimmy, his commercial during the Super Bowl was all about how we don't have a border problem. No, obviously we don't. We don't have a well inflation problem. Obviously we don't have that. What we have is mean oil corporations not giving you as many chips in your bag. Listen to this. Well, Sunday, if you're anything like me, you like to be surrounded by a snack or two while watching the big game. You know, when buying snacks for the game, you might have noticed one thing. Sports drinks bottles are smaller. A bag of chips has fewer chips. They're still charging it just as much. And as an ice cream lover, what makes me the most angry is that ice cream cartons have actually shrunk in size oh, and not in price. I've had enough of what they call shrinkflation. Yeah. It's a ripoff. Right. Some right. companies are trying to pull a fast one by shrinking the products little by little and uh, hoping you won't notice. Boy. Give me a break. Yeah, give me a break. Thanks, American Joe. Public- Thanks for telling us, Joe. Under Joe Biden, food prices are up 34%. Under Joe Biden, housing costs are up 20%. Under Joe Biden, energy prices are up 33%. And the burden is disproportionately borne by, of course, as you well know, low-income Americans. Under Joe Biden, the typical household is paying $211 more a month to purchase the same goods and services that it did a year ago, according to Moody Analytics. And Americans are paying $1,020 more each month compared with just two years ago as he was coming into office. So I don't want to hear his drivel about, oh, shrinkflation and these mean old corporations. Joe Biden created the border crisis. Joe Biden created the inflation crisis that we're having in this country right now. And Joe Biden is not mentally fit to stand trial, nor mentally fit to run this country. And nothing is changing. 210 599 
5555. River City Oral Surgery and Dr. Mark Havacorn for you and your family for all of your oral surgery and facial surgery needs. It's only one guy. That's him, Dr. Mark Havacorn, River City Oral Surgery. Starts with the most uh, transparent website when it comes to doctors and medical practices. No doubt about that. It's so frustrating and, and even a little frightening every once in a while to go have a procedure done. You pay your copay and then you go home. And you wait for weeks before the insurance company sends you a bill as to how much more you're going to owe. That's not the case with River City. You log on to the website, rivercityoms.com, and you'll see what the procedures are, and you'll see how much those procedures are going to cost you. Like, uh, well, we all like talking about implants today. Implants can really improve your smile, your ability to chew better and feel better about yourself because you're going to have a gorgeous smile with these implants. And Dr. Habercorn is the leader in the state of Texas at implant surgery. And uh, you'll see all the prices and everything right there in their very transparent website. Once you log on today for all of your facial and oral surgery needs, it's River City Oral Surgery, rivercityoms.com. You need to move. Is this the year you're finally... FM 1071. Okay, it's 621. Good morning and welcome to Hangover Holiday Monday. Get up, get to work, baby. We don't need no, you know, Super Bowl holiday. I, I, hey, if you're into it and you want to watch Super Bowl and all that... NFL ought to move it to Saturday. I really believe that. But, you know, Norma has summed it up quite well. She texted me just a minute ago at 210-599-5555. She summed it up quite well. Only National uh, American Anthem. That's right. There's only one. Some great commercials. Yeah, there were a few that were okay. Uh, Norma, I think that most of them were woke. That that uh, he gets us thing where they had white people washing the feet of of all the minorities and of uh, gay people and uh, illegal aliens and uh, people having abortions and the white people are washing their feet. That was a bunch of garbage. That's woke garbage. That's all that spot was. Uh, let's see here. Norman goes on to say, not impressed with Post Malone or Reba. Neither was I. I mentioned that earlier last hour that it was okay. You know, I'm, I'm going to stick with Chris Stapleton's version of the national anthem. I thought it was much better than Reba's last night, but nothing against her. Usher, she says Usher was impressive on dancing, especially with the skates and singing, and I I can't agree more. I mean, he really looked good, and, and he did a good job. It started kind of slow, but once he got on the states, uh, skates, it was good. All right. Back to the news at hand, 210-599-5555. Call or text 210-599-5555. Joe Biden's border is a mess. Alejandro Mayorkas was on television yesterday, and he was saying that it's not our fault. We have a broken system. It's not our fault, which anybody with one molecule of a brain knows that it is, it is this way because of them. And the 64, and by the way, Breitbart at Breitbart.com has a great breakdown today of the 64 executive actions that Joe Biden took to bring the border to where it is now, to destroy the border, literally 64 different executive actions. So who's about democracy? Who is the real dictator? Who's the real fascist? Joe Biden is. 64 of these actions that he took destroyed the border and brought this crisis to us. And Alejandro Mayorkas, full of you-know-what, on TV yesterday, saying, oh, no, it's Donald Trump's fault. we got a broken immigration system in this country. Trump broke it, and we got to get it fixed with that bill from last week. It's all a bunch of snot and drivel. It truly is. Yet... Once again, folks, we had another 10-year-old boy walking near his school late last week, run over and killed by an illegal alien. 
Rogelio Ortiz Olivas, 50 years old. His real name is Juan Ortiz Perez. That's kind of interesting to me. Why would you change your name? He's now being detained by ICE. Mr. Perez, or uh, Olivas, whichever you prefer to call him, was sent back to Mexico five times and came back into this country illegally five times and yesterday ran over, or late last week, ran over and killed a 10-year-old boy doing nothing more than walking from his school. So let me ask you a question. How much more are we going to tolerate from Joe Biden of our kids being killed, either through fentanyl poisoning or these illegal aliens who are running over our children? It seems like every day I've got another story about how an illegal alien that came in under Joe Biden's failed border policies killing more and more people here in our country. We've had the stories about how they rape women. We've had the stories about how they're trafficking in women and children. We've had all those stories, and yet they refuse to do the simple thing of closing our border down to protect the citizens here. Now, we know why they're doing it. We've gone through that a million times. These are future voters for them. They're, they're, they're counting on the fact that they've got 15 million new Democrat voters. And up in uh, Denver, Colorado, Mayor Mike Johnston is a far-left nut job. He is now cutting services to the citizens of Denver, Colorado, so that they can give more to the illegal aliens. Taxpayer-funded services are being cut, just like they did in New York when they kicked the kids out of the school. In Denver, Colorado, far left, blue Denver, Colorado, they're cutting services to families and children so they can give those services to illegal aliens up there. They've already had to shut down or at least partially close these hospitals in Denver, Colorado, much like our border communities, because they're being overrun. The hospitals are by illegal aliens who are getting free health care. And yet the answer from the Biden administration is, Joe Biden, yesterday, in cut number two here, Jimmy, his commercial during the Super Bowl was all about how we don't have a border problem. No, obviously we don't. We don't have a well inflation problem. Obviously we don't have that. What we have is minor corporations not giving you as many chips in your bag. Listen to this. Well, Sunday, if you're anything like me, you like to be surrounded by a snack or two while watching the big game. You know, when buying snacks for the game, you might have noticed one thing. Sports drinks bottles are smaller. A bag of chips has fewer chips, but they're still charging it just as much. And as an ice cream lover, what makes me the most angry is that ice cream cartons have actually shrunk in size, oh, and not in price. I've had enough of what they call shrinkflation. Yeah. It's a ripoff. Right. Some right. companies are trying to pull a fast one by shrinking the products little by little and uh, hoping you won't notice. Boy. Give me a break. Yeah, give me a break. Thanks, American Joe. Public- Thanks for telling us, Joe. Under Joe Biden. Food prices are up 34%. Under Joe Biden, housing costs are up 20%. Under Joe Biden, energy prices are up 33%. And the burden is disproportionately borne by, of course, as you well know, low-income Americans. Under Joe Biden. The typical household is paying $211 more a month to purchase the same goods and services that it did a year ago, according to Moody Analytics. And Americans are paying $1,020 more each month 
compared with just two years ago as he was coming into office. So I don't want to hear his dribble about, oh, shrinkflation and these mean old corporations. Joe Biden created the border crisis. Joe Biden created the inflation crisis that we're having in this country right now. And Joe Biden is not mentally fit to stand trial nor mentally fit to run this country. And nothing is changing. 210-599-5555. River City Oral Surgery and Dr. Mark Cavacorn for you and your family for all of your oral surgery and facial surgery needs. It's only one guy. That's him, Dr. Mark Cavacorn, River City Oral Surgery. Starts with the most uh, transparent website when it comes to doctors and medical practices. No doubt about that. It's so frustrating and, and even a little frightening every once in a while to go have a procedure done. You pay your copay and then you go home. And you wait for weeks before the insurance company sends you a bill as to how much more you're going to owe. That's not the case with River City. You log on to the website, rivercityoms.com, and you'll see what the procedures are, and you'll see how much those procedures are going to cost you. Like, uh, well, we all like talking about implants today. Implants can really improve your smile, your ability to chew better and feel better about yourself because you're going to have a gorgeous smile with these implants. And Dr. Habercorn is the leader in the state of Texas at implant surgery. And uh, you'll see all the prices and everything right there in their very transparent website. Once you log on today for all of your facial and oral surgery needs, it's River City Oral Surgery, rivercityoms.com. You need to move. Is this the year you're finally... 635 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Trey Ware here on KTSA. There's Elaine and there's Jimmy. And there's Don right over there. You can also text me at 210-599-5555. Call, text, email, whatever you'd like to do. Defense Secretary Austin has been put back in the hospital yesterday afternoon, and he has since been moved to critical care. They say it's a, a bladder issue. At least they didn't try to hide it this time like they did last time. right? Remember all that? So at least they're being <laughs> forthcoming that he's in the hospital and uh, some sort of bladder issue. New study, Tyler Darden over at Zero Hedge, new study examined by one of these groups that does, you know, this research. The impact of mail-in ballot fraud on the 2020 election. Had some friends over at the House on Saturday, and we were talking about this kind of thing, how, you know, complete ripoff. 2020 was a complete ripoff based on COVID, locking you up at your home. Don't go to the polling site. You go to the strip club. You go to the bar, but don't go to the polling site because you're going to get – you won't get it from a stripper, but you, you're going to get it standing over at the at the polling site. So stay home. That was clear Chinese in, in, interference. In my view, COVID was created to disrupt our 2020 election, and it did exactly what it was intended to do. Now, this research that came out, this report came out over the weekend showing that the outcome would have been drastically different without massive expansion of mail-in fraud. One in five, 20%, mail-in voters admitted to fraud in the 2020 election. And this research showing that Trump would have been elected. Stolen from you by Eric Holder and the direction of Barack Hussein sending Eric Holder around the country, changing the mail-in voting laws. Now, there are those that tried to do it here in Texas. Dade Phelan was censured over the weekend here in Texas by Republicans in the legislature. 
for number one, trying to impeach Ken Paxton, who's been standing up for freedom and liberty-loving Americans here in the state of Texas. But number two, that whole thing that they tried, that sleight of hand, they were going to get rid of voter ID in the state of Texas. Anybody could have come vote in our elections. We were, they were going to increase mail-in voting here. They were going to completely do what they did in all those other states that allowed Joe Biden to be elected president of this country. And over this weekend, there were huge Trump rallies, huge Trump rallies. In Vegas at the NRA, we're going to play some sound here, Jimmy, in South Carolina, also in, uh, in Pennsylvania. And, you know, they got Joe locked up in the basement again. As we were told on Friday, Joe can't think. We all know that. We've all had that discussion. I've played for you over and over again the examples of how Joe has clear mental deficiencies at this point, clear cognitive issues at this point. He is suffering a worldwide uh, elder abuse right now. Everybody in the world can see this. He's being abused by his family members and even his power-hungry wife. Meanwhile, while he's locked up in the basement in Delaware, huge Trump rallies with tens of thousands. I want to start with number nine here, Jimmy, because this is Donald Trump at one of these rallies talking about how Texas is going to get support for the border. Listen to what Trump said. When I'm president, instead of trying to send the state of Texas a restraining order, I will send them reinforcements. They're going to get reinforcements. They're doing a good job. Going to get reinforcements. Now, I have that plan, by the way. I'm going to share that plan with you here in the next few minutes and, uh, and what he's going to do. Cut number 11, uh, a big issue for us in retribution for Texas protecting the border. Joe Biden canceled a bunch of liquid natural gas contracts that will affect the Texas economy, that will affect our children and their schools here in the state of Texas, public schools in the state of Texas. And yet, and yet, not one Democrat like a Nirenberg, because he's not, Nirenberg's not going to. I saw some political insiders over the weekend who has confirmed to me exactly what I've been saying. Nirenberg's not in this for you. He's in this for himself. He wants to go to D.C. He's kissing Democrat butt so he can go to D.C. The Castro brothers haven't said a word about Joe Biden cutting off the sales of liquid, liquid natural gas, which will hurt public schools. Teachers, those of you who are in the teachers' unions, are you listening? Joe Biden is trying to destroy the future of Texas kids. And Donald Trump had cut number 11. He was in Pennsylvania. He said, I'm going to drill and I'm going to unleash it. Listen to this. We will reverse the Biden ban on natural gas exports. We will end his war on American energy. And we will unleash Pennsylvania oil and natural gas at a level never seen before. All right. The other thing that he said in cut number 10 here when he was at the NRA convention, he said some important things. Uh, number one, it, when he's back in the White House, he is going to stand and defend the Second Amendment that Joe Biden and his people have been trying to take away your Second Amendment rights and take away your gun, and that's very clear. And You have a candidate for mayor in San Antonio that is trying to take away your guns using money that he exchanged or something for HEB cards or something. Whoever knows what, what, what that you know HEB's involvement in that was. We do know that they gave HEB cards so that people could come or go, you know, come, come and, 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 and hand guns over, and God only knows where those guns came from. 
We've just had a huge uptick in the past couple of months in San Antonio of gun theft, however. But he says, you know what, I'm going to protect your guns, period, and full stop. And the other thing I'm going to do is national reciprocity. Here he is. And to further deter these barbaric criminals and help you defend yourself and your family, I will ask Congress to send a bill to my desk delivering national right to carry reciprocity. You're going to have that. Okay, so he was clear over the weekend, um, obviously not muddled in his thinking or his speech, not saying that he met with dead world leaders, not even one time. None of that came up. He was very on point and said a lot of things that are super important to people like you and me and everyday Americans. Let's go to the phones. Jaime, you're on KTSA with Trey. Happy Monday, Jaime. Happy Monday to you, too, man. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for keeping up this fight. But it's sad that we used to have such a great voting system that everybody in the world would want to be like us. Right. I mean, it's a joke now. It, it's just it's disgusting how it's gone and we're just sitting here not doing nothing about it because we only have 13% of the vote coming out in San Antonio out of 100 people, uh, 100%. But yet it's sad how, how they we're allowing them to cheat so openly now. They don't even care anymore. They're just, they're just doing it openly because they know that no one's going to tell them nothing. They, I mean, look at what they got. I mean, I mean, the Republicans have no backbone whatsoever. I mean, I'm tired of it. That's why I kind of don't even... Identify as a Republican anymore. I just I'm kind of like at a loss now, and a lot of us are go, are going that way to that, and we're trying to vote our conscience and trying to bring back this voting system that we used to have. Let me let me ask you I a mean, question, Jaime, real quick here because I let you go. But let me ask you a question. I met with a couple of conservative uh, politicos over the weekend who are considering running for mayor. None of them who are running right now, whether it's John Courage, Manny Polias, Harvarda, or any of the others, none of them are conservative. They're all far left-wing socialists. No conservatives are running at the moment. Do you think that Bear County would elect a conservative as mayor? As, as of right now, I, Bear County itself, I would think, you know, not really, because we don't get out there. We're, we're, we're always thinking someone else is going to do it. Us as, Republic, as conservative people, we don't we don't go out and vote in numbers like we should, and we're thinking it's just going to get better. It's not going to get better. We need to wake up. I mean, 13% of the vote and then complain about it all the time. I vote all the time, and it just seems like I'm going to continue to vote, but it feels like I just it's not going nowhere anymore. All right, thank you, Jaime. i got to let you go. But let me take that to you now at 210-599-5555. A couple of conservatives that I met with over the weekend, and I'll tell you who they are when the time is right. I don't want to give the enemy any any ammo right now. I'll tell you who they are when the time is right. But they are considering tossing their hat in the ring for mayor in San Antonio. I, I truly don't believe San Antonio is going to elect a conservative. I told them that. I said, good luck. When you have 87% of the voting public in San Antonio sitting on their butts and not turning out, you're not going to elect a conservative. When you look at the north side voting numbers, where typically conservatives would be, they don't turn out. So I didn't want to be, you know, Debbie Killjoy with these guys because I did say, of course. 
if you feel like you have something to add to this conversation, we definitely need conservative representation in San Antonio. It'd be great to have a conservative mayor here. Are you kidding? Obviously. And more conservative members on the city council. But there has got to be a change in the psyche of the people in San Antonio. I'm talking about conservatives. Notice I'm not saying Republicans and Democrats because I'm well beyond the stupid little letters. Conservatives have got to have an interest in turning out, doing what's necessary to block walk, because all these others are going to have these special interest groups block walking for them. They're going to have to overcome a liberal media in San Antonio to get their message out. The Express News is a socialist newspaper in my view. Same is true with the television stations to the large extent here. So you're not going to be able to cut through with that kind of messaging. So you have got to be willing to do the hard work. And I'm just curious what you think. Do you think if there was one or maybe two conservatives who decided to throw their hat in the ring for mayor of San Antonio, do you think they stand a snowball's chance in Harlingen, Texas? 210-599-5555. Well, I'll tell you who is great at what they do, and that's Amogee Bank when it comes to your family banking services. They are top of the heap. David McGee has assembled a really great family banking uh, staff over there that cares about families and wants to help your family protect your wealth and grow your wealth, and they do it every day. Wonderful services, outstanding products to help you achieve your financial goals for your family, no matter what those goals are. And if you need loans and lines of credit, of course they're going to help you. Some really great interest rates, some wonderful ways to make that work for your family in your family budget. But they can also talk about whatever wealth you have now, building on top of that, on top of that. And right now is a really good time with the interest rates. Family-run businesses as well. So, listen, they are your family bank at Amogee. They have more than 80 branch locations, around more than $12 billion in assets. So they're strong and firm and solid and they're ready to help your family today. That's Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. At River City Flooring, they keep their prices. Being newsmaker hotline. All right, let's go to the phones. i got some more thoughts on a conservative mayor or candidate running for mayor in San Antonio. I'll show those with you in a second. But first, Josh, you're on KTSA with Trey. Happy Monday, man. Happy Monday, sir. How you doing? Doing great. Thanks. Good. Uh, I don't know if he stands a snowball's chance or not, sir. Um, I do believe that he's not a good mayor for San Antonio. I don't think it's just really him that should be that we should think about removing. I think it's the city council as well. Oh, of course, yeah. Maybe not maybe maybe not all the members, but a few. I mean, yeah. uh sure. I work for I work for Monterey Iron and Metal and they're under a, you know, serious scrutiny as you probably already know under the city council and the mayor. I'm sure there's a bunch of other <clears throat> things that have done been done in between there, you know, but his uh this company's been here since nineteen sixteen and you know, they've they supported the World War Two efforts. They've been through a lot of stuff and you know, a lot of people sell their metal to Monterey Iron and Metal. <clears throat> a lot of people bring in, you know, their metal from lots of other areas just to scrap here because they do things that other people can't. And uh now the city's trying. They already revoked their license, and they are trying to. And now they have thirty days to appeal it. Well, and why are they saying they're doing that, Josh? Real quick, Josh, because I got to let you go. Why are they saying they're doing that? Well, it's because there's uh, com- you know communities around the residents that have built themselves around Monterey uh, are complaining about it. All right, I got to let you go, but we're going to dig deeper into that story and uh, Lane to follow up on it. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate it. Lisa, do you think San Antonio would elect a conservative for mayor? 
Yeah, I think so. But I think we need more advertisement. I mean, sometimes we don't yeah. even know when the elections are. Yeah. I mean, you don't get no Republicans, signs, nothing. No, It's like, oh, my God, we had an election? What? What happened? Uh -huh. And we don't have that. We need to get more notice to people out there that the, the elections are coming up and mm -hmm. go out there and vote and things like that. Well, and more <coughs> obviously, and thank you, Lisa, for the call. Obviously, uh, Democrats and leftists don't want that out there because they rely on a low voter turnout. That's exactly the way they, they play this game. They rely on a low voter turnout to keep putting the Nirenbergs of the world back in the office. All right, let's go to Mark. You're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Trey. I thoroughly enjoyed the Super Bowl yesterday. And, yes, I think a conservative does have a chance because I think the politics are changing all over. I think that because the Democrat Party has become so radical. You're right. And and has radicalized. We no longer have, you know, Henry Cisneros, uh, Nelson Wolf, even, <laughs> before he became radical. I mean, uh, Lila Cockrell. We don't have Democrats like that anymore. And I think that's where the conservatives have a chance. Well, let me tell you something, Mark. As always, you're, you're on it, and thank you for the call. Hope, have, hope you have a great day. Um, first of all, this border issue is one that a San Antonio mayoral candidate can hang his or her hat on if they're a conservative. Because I'm going to tell you, people in San Antonio are sick and tired of this. People in San Antonio are having illegal aliens sleep in their front yard and around this town. People in San Antonio are being kicked out of hotels so illegal aliens can be put in there. People in San Antonio are sick and tired of going to their airport and looking at illegal aliens getting on the airplane for nada for free while they had to pay and had to go through security, and the Ill illegal aliens didn't have to. But here's what you need, Mark, and everybody else. You cannot have a pseudo-conservative running. And those people that you just mentioned, they're far leftists anyway. Lila, rest her soul, certainly was. Henry Cisneros, I've never met anybody, I've never met anybody more uh, to the left than Henry Cisneros, and Nelson Wolf as well. You can't have a pseudo-conservative. What you need is a strong, firm, solid conservative, and one that is like Donald Trump, who is not going to play mealy-mouth, weak-kneed politics and have a messaging in a system that's all, we want to be nice and get along with everybody and let's be sweet and huggy face and kissy body. No. You want somebody that's going to take this on tough, straight up, and take the message to the people of this area because you're not going to have help. In fact, the media is going to counter-program against you, and you have to overcome that in every way possible. Rain, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead. Good morning, Trey. Um, a disadvantage that a conservative would have is that a lot of conservatives are moving out of the San Antonio area. I, I am one of them. We're getting ready to sell our house so we can get the heck out of here. Um, so that's one disadvantage they have. Uh, maybe yeah. uh, the, the fact that everybody is tired of the politics of the left, maybe maybe that is an advantage, but uh, purging of the conservatives of the area is, is a great disadvantage to anybody. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Rain, thank you. I want to get to John's call, and i got a couple of others left. i got to take a break for the news. Where and Ryman coming up next. Sean is off this week, so I do want to talk with you guys. John, you'll be up first, and Daniel, you'll be next. At 210-599-5555, grab a line during the news. I'll talk with you next. Trey Ware, KTSA. Simply the best for life.